Welcome to another episode of On the Hill. Today we're joined by Pastor Anthony McCann from Hillside Community Church in Keller, Texas. Anthony, stoked to have you on the show. We're going to chat uh, about kids and technology. It's going to be a really good conversation, especially sitting with both of y'all. I think this is going to be oh, really solid. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Now I become an expert a little bit. All right. Um, you know, this is, this is, Good for honestly, even for me to be a part of this and hear some of Anthony's words, because since I am a student pastor and he's a children's pastor, mm -hmm. there is some overlap, right? We we see some overlap. Uh, families are often asking him the same questions that they're kind of asking me. Mm -hmm. uh, and to be see honest, what y'all don't yes, agree on? Yes. See, yeah. <laughs> then use it against us. All right. Pit each other against the the other. But um, but to be honest, this is an area where. I kind of have removed myself from the technology, all right? Like, I, I'm just kind of such a minimalist and don't yeah. enjoy a lot of social media, right? And uh, Anthony has a background before becoming a pastor in technology, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And so even though he has some great boundaries for himself and just like when he uses it, how much he, you know, is going to watch or like, you know, how many hours he's going to spend on a piece Playing of technology. Pokemon he also, yeah, Pokemon Go. <laughs> Uh, he also, you know, has some great insight to be preventative yeah. in thought and all of that. So, Anthony, here's what I'm going to ask you. I'm just going to ask you, we'll start with the right. number one question <laughs> that we get asked, okay? okay. And I think kind of more you than me, right. but this is the one that pops up, and it pops up talking to dad sometimes. It pops up talking to you know, kind of women's Bible studies and women's events right. uh, because everybody wants to know this question. What is the appropriate age to introduce? And you could kind of take technology on completely. Yeah. I think for us, it probably would be what's the number or what's the appropriate age to introduce a smartphone, right? Yeah. Because by the time yeah. they're getting video games when they're ready and right. computers and all that kind of stuff now, but the smartphone, I think, is. The big one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's funny you ask it that way because I, uh, one of the books I was reading recently, uh, the guy was telling a, a very personal story about his kid and their VTech tablet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this yeah. is a like little kid who's sneaking his VTech tablet into his room at night, slipping oh, under his pillow before it. So, you know, it's just, it, it's funny mm. that we talk about this. Uh, so smartphones are what I get the most questions about. Okay. When do I get my kid a smartphone? Okay. Because we, and, none of us right. had to think about that. When, right. I'm curious, right. when? When did, you get, when did you get your first cell phone? Not I think I was like I think phone. I was 15 okay. when I got the very first LG flip phone ever made. Okay, okay. I was 13. Texting and got wasn't like even a, really around yeah, yet. Like yeah. it was kind of starting to come and to pay in. Pay per text. Yeah, pay per text. I had a pager forever. That's how old I am. So. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't get my first smart device until I was in IT with the city of Irving. Yeah. Um, and so I, I and I started on the BlackBerry. Ah, so, uh, the old yeah, BlackBerry. That, that old yeah, BlackBerry, you, you know, which was actually probably the better of the smart devices for your business person for communication. But it wasn't great for apps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. that when I when I talk to parents about this, um, it, it really is about need. Why do they need the technology? Yeah. Um, so I would recommend to any parent, if the need is communication, then then it's a phone. And I know there's a lot of pressure to have smart devices, mm -hmm. but but if it's, you know, my daughter's in, in, in cheerleading and needs to tell me when to come pick her up, it's a it's a phone. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't re- recommend a smart device till you need some of that technology in your home. Um, so I would say once your kid starts driving, okay. even at learning how to drive, 15, I think it's important to start the process with the phone, yeah. understand, you know, because you want to see how they're going to interact as you're driving with you in the car with the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important that you understand the tracking software before you release them on the streets. True. You know, and decide what that mechanism is going to be. You know, our family uses Life360. It's a fantastic uh, uh, device for us, but um, it's really not till you have a need. Um, the problem with that is our schools <laughs> are yeah. pushing the need. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I think mm-hmm. it's uh, important to understand, you know, from an educator's standpoint, a lot of our educators are younger. They've never lived a life without a smartphone. Yeah. So they think everybody has them. So you, you have a 20 plus something teacher in a classroom full of kids thinking they all have phones when they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get a lot of push for technology too. But I would say as a as a parent and as a pastor, yeah. until you define the need in your house, that's when you get it for them. Yeah. Any anything else is just pressure to give them a device, yeah. and 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 then they're setting the boundary and not you. Yeah. 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 No. Well so. said. Well said. I mean, for sure, from a student ministry perspective, we just have to sit and analyze and watch like how are our students doing around technology, right? And so right. it is a topic that we discuss a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And 15 is a, I think that is a good kind of clear cut age. Right. Uh, even if, even if I think maturity comes into play a lot on this topic as well, right? Because although I don't, I, I don't disagree with 15, I will say there's some 12 year olds that will use an iPhone more responsibly <laughs> than some 18 year olds. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I have no problem saying to the parent, hey, you know, like if you start getting to that need base and it's 13 and your stu- and your child has proven to you up until this point that they handle responsibility well, mm-hmm. uh, they are very clear. I think this is something else that we probably need to say like collectively is parents, that phone is your gift to them, right? <laughs> it's your gift. At no point is it theirs, right? right? Because the moment they believe it is theirs, right. It's over. It's over, okay. right? Okay. I, I, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, so smart, yeah, yeah. Smartphone Sanity, one of the books I read recently, uh, David Eaton and Jeremiah Callahan, uh, chapter eight is, when should I buy my kid a phone? Gotcha. And they never give you an age. Okay. But one of the things, one of the things they said, they pointed out two things. One, your child will always have access to a phone, whether you provide one or not. Okay. Because they have friends and, and, mm-hmm. and peer groups that have them. They have access to the technology. Yeah. And that's important to know. But he said, and I love this, no matter when they receive it, it is important they understand the ownership. Yeah. The phone is yours, the parents. Yes. And you allow them to use it. And that eliminates the argument of privacy because if they feel it's theirs, they feel it, that they have a sense of privacy that we're supposed to respect. Yeah. If it's yours, that goes out the window. And that's just a very important thing. And it's an argument in our house all the time. I have a 17 and a, and a 15 year old. Yeah. And the 15 year old, it, that's that's the argument in the house. Well, that's mine. You shouldn't be able, no, it's not yours. It's, yeah. it's, it's our device. And, and, that, and we make sure to reiterate that. We do it with the cars too. Vehicles are the same way. So. Yeah, yeah, and even even um, I get this question: like, should the student buy their phone? Should I buy it for them? And parents, I do think there's it's kind of both in, right? 
Because I do think when you allow a student to invest in their in this phone, it makes them more aware of if they break it, if they lose it, right? Because they're now losing money. But if you allow them parents or force them to buy the entirety of the price, then it only reinforces this is mine, ownership. right? You yeah. know, ownership. So I would say that I probably would do at least a 50-50, even if you want to do a 51%, 49%, okay? So that you have the majority stock. You got to keep that stock, you know? Yeah. But, but it, exactly, I, I like that you said that, and I'm happy that you read that off. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that was really good. I, I, also liked, I also liked one of the things he said, when you hit that time of technology, when it, when it, when it becomes the need, uh, you know, w- us as parents, we get so excited to give our kids gifts and we go buy them an iPhone and we charge it up and then we hand it to them. And then three weeks later, when we figure out they don't need access to all that, we pull it back. Mm. And so one of the recommend- recommendations I saw was, hey, do all the parental controls up front, decide what goes on the phone prior to you giving it to them as yeah. a gift. Yeah. Like everything's in place. Make sure that you're the ones who have set up the the account so you have passwords and everything. And then that way the ownership is definitely yours. And they don't see the full capabilities. Right. You know, right from that, the get go. From yeah. the get go. Yeah. Even if somebody else has it, they've never had it. Right. And so the ownership, you know, they'll you know, they'll they'll take care of the device. It's theirs, but you know, it's not theirs. It's still yeah. dad's. And yeah, moms. well said. And yeah. So I love that. I'm kind of curious because, like, I, I love the the needs based argument for technology. I think it's a really solid way to approach it. Mm-hmm. Outside of communication, texting, and phone calls, as as like a generation that grew up where there was a difference between owning a phone before and after social media existed. Yeah. yeah. I have zero needs, legitimate needs for social media to be on a device. Yeah. So like as a parent with teenagers right. who are making arguments that are much different than I would make for social media, um, do you feel like a flip phone would be a sufficient gift to a teenager as a first phone? That it, does that suffice the needs that you would see? Because I generally, I don't see needs beyond communication. Well. They're not going to see it that way. So Absolutely if you, not. you hand a kid a flip phone, you're the most evil parent in the world. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I, and, and I get that. And it, but, but you explain the need. Yeah. And, 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 and it's also an opportunity to provide uh, uh, for them to show that they can care for mm-hmm. a device. Yeah. Right? Because if they tear up a flip phone, they're going to demolish yeah. a smartphone. So it, 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 it can be a proving ground. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kind of like that. Let's, yeah. let's see how you handled this technology. And, and, and in that, you know, Mike already said, they have a lot of technology in front of them before they have phones. Yeah, that's if true. You're, if your child does not react well to what they can see on a computer mm-hmm. or what they're playing yeah, yeah. in games, mm-hmm. right? They don't need a smart device. Right. They don't. Um, if they're affected by a game, if they're if they're the kids that throw the controllers, and, and I'm one of them, I tossed a controller <laughs> across the room the other night, and my wife went, "I've never seen you do that," and I was like, 
I'm shutting the game off because clearly, <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's just one of those things. If you already see that screens are affecting them, yeah, yeah. then you don't want to put it in front of them, and they need yeah. an opportunity to build to that. So I would it say is, yes. Yeah. Start with the lesser device yeah. and and let them grow into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm happy you said. You know, you have to prepare your child for how to even think about this, right? Like, mm-hmm. right. you can't just hand it to them. Right. It, it cannot be something that you let them form their own opinions on it. Right. Because they're not mature enough to form their right. own opinions on it. And all of their opinions, guess what? They come from other people not mature enough <laughs> to form right. their own opinions, right? right? And it makes me think about the first time that I ever got a knife, okay? Yeah. And my dad, I still remember it. We came, we we're like on our way to church one Sunday. I think I asked if I could have a knife. I may have been asking for a while. I think I was about six years old, seven years old, right? And uh, we lived kind of in the woods and our outdoorsmen. And so I just asked my dad and I remember kind of getting a, let me think about it. And we came home from church that day and my dad sat there and he walked me through everything about a knife, Mm. right? It was like how to open it, how to close it, how to use it, how to cut, right? Cutting away from your body, not towards your body, cleaning it, maintaining it, right? Like we literally sat and walk through everything because he was handing over to me as this six, seven, eight-year-old kid, okay, something that could do damage to me, right? Mm -hmm. right? And we don't think that way sometimes, especially like our age group, because we didn't have it at their age, Right. right? right? And so most of us came into, I don't think I bought a smartphone until 2013. Like I was kind of holding out on just having a pretty basic phone. Uh, and so I'm well into my adulthood by the time that I kind of gave in to, to getting a smart device. Right. And so because when we got that piece of it, technology, we were kind of already at a mature age, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to think through it right. with wisdom and experience and still make mistakes, you know, like and still kind of like be over consumed by things, right? Yeah. And, and, but when you hand that to a, a 13 year old, 14 year old, Eight. right? This next generation yeah. that is so young when they're getting exposed to how dangerous, mm-hmm. you know, the world can be on a smartphone. I think it's almost for a parent, you got to be sitting there yeah. and talking through everything, right? And laying down the like warnings and laying down the if we see that you're not using this well, guess what? It's getting taken back. You know, Mm -hmm. like all of those things have to be done up front because it's just as dangerous as anything else you could give your child at at this time in history, right? Like it's so much more mentally and emotionally and spiritually dangerous than most parents, I think, understand, you know? Well, and I think that's why researching... uh, Not just, you know, we do a lot of research before we buy something like a car or phone Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, as consumers, we will do all the work. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't we do that for our kids? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it's important. It's they're about to be the consumer of a smartphone to go through and do that research yourself. Understand what the different social media platforms are. Yeah. The goods, the bads, the purpose of of a social media account. Um, and, and do your homework. Uh, access.org is a great organization that breaks a lot of that down, puts it into common speak for parents because, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not, a lot of this is technical stuff. A parent needs to be able to get a one-pager and go, oh, 
good. This is the pros, this is cons, here's what I need. Yeah. The other thing is, is I love the, the sit down. We don't sit down with our kids and explain stuff like we used to. Yeah. Knife is a great example. That is a perfect example. Why wouldn't we do that with our phones? Why wouldn't we sit down with our kids and show them? And also explain to them, I'm going to be on this. I'm going yeah. to regularly check this with you. I'm going to look through your text messages. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be attached to your social media accounts. We had a conversation in our house the other night that they're no longer allowed to block mom and dad. <laughs> you know, there's, well, there's, you know, there's yeah. a couple step parents involved, but I just, yeah. uh, what I told them, I say, like, every story, everything you put out online, you do not get to block your mom and dad. They get access to it. And if it's something they don't like, then you get to pay the repercussions for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I always tell, I always tell kids and parents, you know, a child should never put anything into print online that they wouldn't say to their grandparent, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I tell them that in the classroom, you do not address your teacher, you know, yeah. like she's one of your homies, <laughs> right. you know, she's not right. one of your boys, right. you know, treat your teacher, him or her with respect, like you would your grandparent. And, yeah. and so I think we got to do the same thing with, with smart devices. When we sit down, we got to have those big conversations. We got to set boundaries because if you don't have boundaries yeah. and then you try to pull it all back, right. that's where the fight comes in. Mm-hmm. It's a little too late. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what so. I would say we have seen as I get to sit and kind of watch what parents do well, and what they don't do well as a student pastor the the being on the front end and being preventative and slowly allowing responsibility mm-hmm. when it's been shown proven that they deserve you know right. a little bit more trust and a little bit greater uh, or the parents to just hand it over and then have to try to pull it all back that's probably the biggest mistake I see on an ongoing basis and it makes sense because like I said right. their parents didn't have to do this for them you know I think mm-hmm. we all remember <laughs> like talking on the the home phone oh, yeah. right that had right. the long cord. Right. You know, and like, if you talk more than 10 minutes, your dad was yelling like from a different <laughs> room, like we're going to get the long distance bill, you know, and the long distance bill was like $6. Uh-huh. And now we each spend like $75 a month <laughs> on a smartphone, right? right? Or you knew that if you were having a conversation at an hour or about a subject that you weren't supposed to, someone could pick up another line in the house yeah. and listen <laughs> yes. to your dumbness. You had another sibling that was yes. going to hop on. Yeah, absolutely. Most definitely. As yeah. someone with not a teenager with a two-year-old, I'm watching her pick up on my different behaviors and mannerism and word choices and all that kind of stuff. I feel like in addition to the like, conversations about how the device is being used, the other key element that you have as a parent is how you use your device yourself. How you model it. How you model right? it. Mo- modeling is sure. a big deal. Because for sure. I'm watching modeling of just me walking around the house and maybe like telling my dog no with my finger out at him Yeah. and watching Nora come up to me and say no. <laughs> That's enough for me to be like, well, obviously if she sees me using my phone in yeah. a way for a long amount of time or like in an obsessive manner or whatever it is, that's gonna say, that to her, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Jen and I, the other night, we're, you know, we have a thing when we're at the table, mm. it's called phones on your faces. So the phones go down. Yeah. Now, occasionally, you know, Jen works from home and, and, and I'm a pastor. So I get phone calls out after hours. You know, if it rings, I'll take a look at it. Um, the problem is, is what we find ourselves doing, you know, we pick up our phone and then we're checking a couple other things. Mm-hmm. 
well, we're not even modeling what we're telling them they need to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, so we've made a conscious effort. Hey, when we pick up the phone to see if somebody's called, we put it back down in his face. Yeah. If it's not important. And then so, because we have to model that. And yeah. It, yeah. it is a constant argument in our house. Uh, TikTok is probably the, the, the thing they watch the most. Mm-hmm. And it, and, and Jennifer watches it quite a bit too. So, I've sat in a room with all three of them scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I don't TikTok. I don't like it. I yeah. don't see the purpose of it. Yeah. So um, I'm just like, okay, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. uh, but but we have those conversations and and, 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 and it's good. But yeah, we, we got to watch what we do, how we model, um, you know, just yeah. not, and, and how we address people and how we do things. Yeah. Uh, but it's really important on the phone because they are watching what you're doing. And it's funny when I sat there and watched all three of them scrolling, I was like, yeah, they're related. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, nothing, honestly, when I go out as a student pastor, okay, this is my student pastor hat on, nothing kind of hurts my heart more when I go out to eat and I watch a family and none of them are talking to each other because they literally, from the moment that they order a meal Mm -hmm. until the meal comes, they're just sitting there and each person is individually flipping through their phone. Right. And I'm just sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, these these are just these precious moments that God has given you yeah. over a meal, right. right? Over this event that you have and this break that you have and you have your kids right there. They're not at a right. practice. They're not at an extracurricular activity. Yeah. They're in your presence. Mm-hmm. And this is what's being modeled, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're losing all of these these precious moments. You know, I just had a parent with a kid that turned 18. We kind of celebrated the birthday. And, you know, we said the cliche like, oh my gosh, how did she mm-hmm. get to 18 years old already, right? Yeah. And I've never heard a parent that said, yeah, getting to 18 went really slow, right? Yeah. No one says that. No. Every parent says they fly the years fly by, mm-hmm. right? And you look back and go, where did they all go? And so to to have that that perspective, you know, and that vision in front of you of, oh my gosh, I have these precious moments and all of this is mm-hmm. moments for me to model it, but not just model how to, you know, have a phone and right. be responsible with it, but how do I nurture the relationships within my family over yeah. these moments that God has given me, right? Because right. I mean, people are so busy these days, mm-hmm. you know, and we're gonna talk about that on a separate podcast of, you know, yeah. business and, and rest and all of that. Well, it's funny you said that. So two of the books I read, uh, The TechWise Family, um, which I, it's a Barna book, so it has a lot of statistics. And I'd showed it to you yeah, uh, yeah. earlier this week. And <laughs> and it, it, it's funny because, you know, we see all the the stats and we go, uh, but what the guy did in the book is he, he, he actually put some personal stuff in there. This is how we're doing it in our house. Mm-hmm. So while he was very technical in, in, in the book itself, and it provides a lot of great information. I love the piece where he decided at my house, the other book is uh, screens and teens, mm-hmm. which is my favorite resource for parents, by the way. Um, and, uh, I think that's Kathy cook. Um, they both said the same things about this. Find some space without devices. Ours yeah. is obviously the kitchen table. The yeah. other one they recommended was car. Mm. When you're driving somewhere, you can't be on your device as a parent. Mm-hmm. It's a good opportunity. I have a lot of great conversation with my boys. Yeah. And I just call it car time, you know, because I don't let them be on their device. Hey, get your device. We're talking, you yeah. know. Um, uh, uh, have game nights. 
without your devices. Right. Pick games that purposely don't right. use mm-hmm. devices. Yeah. Um, and and then uh, I think he had one more. This is crazy. No screen vacations. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where we pulled this off with uh, with our camps, mm. like you know our camps are no screens. Yeah. Um, we prefer the leaders don't have them. We understand leaders take pictures and all that, but. We tell our leaders in those meetings, hey, limit how much you're in fr- on your phone in front of them. You're, yeah. you're modeling for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be sitting there playing Candy Crush, which I got busted <laughs> playing today. <laughs> Daniel, I walked in Daniel's office. He's got, got some Candy Crush going today. <laughs> yes, I have some Candy So, but just model that. So, yeah. and I just like that, that both of these experts have both said, you know, Let's let's find some time, some very defined times, and let them know what that is. Yeah. Um, what I what I have found as a parent, if I can explain to them the why, they'll process the what. Mm. You know. So if they know going in, hey, I, I'm going to breakfast. I can't be on my phone. You know, one of them just puts it in his back pocket before he even sits down. Yeah. And that's great. You know. Um, so, and they understand why we want to talk to you. We want to, you know, we mm-hmm. want this to be a family moment. You know, this is our time together. Yeah. Um, if you explain it ahead of time, kids will comply. They will. <laughs> and it's not a force comply. They'll go, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I think if you don't mind, I think this would be like a really good last kind of point to, to kind of just explore, delve into a little bit here. Um, you know, let's say you're a parent out there and maybe things have gotten a little bit out of control. Like, and you go, my 10-year-old or my 14-year-old or my 17-year-old, they are completely addicted to their phone. I got a little bit in over my head, didn't know what I was doing, made some mistakes of, you know, not being preventative. And so socially, they're not where I want them to be. You know, they prefer a phone over talking to a human being, like those types of things. Right. right. Where do we go from here? Mm. You know, where do we go from here? And before I even kind of let Anthony and Nick kind of chime in a little bit on this, uh, you know, I, I want you to know as a parent that a lot of people have done research on kids that are addicted to social media, video games, just technology, right? Mm. And parents, the turnaround time to create healthy habits in your kids is not that long. It really isn't. Mm -hmm. Most people that have done research and studies on this type of thing of like, how do we get a kid from where he is right now to a much healthier viewpoint and a much healthier lifestyle? I've I've read studies as low as two weeks Mm -hmm. where the kid already has put better habits and a better perspective of technology. Uh, most people would say four weeks, right? right. Um, so it's not like you've lost the war. Uh, it, there are going to be some uncomfortable moments oh, yeah. and some <laughs> moments where your kid yeah. does not like you, you know, right. um, and you've got to be ready for a little bit a period of time to be the bad guy, I think, mm-hmm. right? But it's not like it's over. This yeah. is not something that you should settle for as a parent. Mm-hmm. There is way too much at stake for the rest of your child's lives to just say, well, it's over, all yeah, hope is lost, is. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in our house, we kind of, the, the the phone is a punishment tool for one of our kids because he's constantly on it. That's his thing. The yeah. other one's money. So we can just reduce as hours at work and we've ruined his life. <laughs> so, um, you know, <laughs> um, and the phone doesn't affect him very much. So um, uh, I, I have found um, that, 
this last time, yeah, we, we punished him, and he's punished for a while. I'm a, so I won't go into what he did, but <laughs> it's going to be a while before he gets his social media back um, because that's the thing he liked. It yeah. had nothing to do with the phone. It, the punishment has nothing to do with the phone. It was something else he had done. And, and so we were just like, you know what? Let's take away something that affects him. I can't tell you, I can't explain the difference in his attitude after being away from social media yeah. for, for just a very short period of time. He is more joyful to be around. He actually wants to have conversations. He he enjoys his time with us. He'll actually, you know, he you know, we watch stupid TV and he hates TV, but he'll come in and at least start talking to us. He knows what we're watching. It doesn't matter to us because yeah. we could care less. You know, we're not watching anything that we're really engaged in. But he'll come in and start talking. Uh, if I'm playing a game, he'll come in and join. Yeah. Or he just never did before. So yeah. we're seeing a transition. Mm-hmm. So in conversations with his father and 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 his stepmom, you know, we're gonna slow roll the social media back out. And by slow, I mean we're gonna go really slow. Yeah. And we're gonna kind of monitor which which one of those is really affecting him. Uh, I would say, and and this is a personal thing, and I hear this from a lot of parents. Snapchat's the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can keep your child off Snapchat or and, and Instagram's right behind it. If you can keep them off those two platforms for as long as possible, that's 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 my recommendation. There's so much that goes on in Snapchat that you can't see and can't gauge and can't monitor. Um, it's it's it, it it gives the ability for kids to do some really damn destructive bad things, yeah, uh, yeah. to themselves uh, and to others. Uh, yeah. some people take off on that platform and they. Uh, they know they can't get in trouble for it. And so, um, but I, I, I have seen it in my own home. Taking away this has, has actually improved his yeah. engagement with yeah. us. And, and, I don't, and we were shocked. It wasn't something we were going for. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a nice but, result. It's a little scary for us too. Yeah. Because now we got, as we reintroduce, now we got to really be on our toes. Yeah. And I don't want to end on a, a like down note um, because honestly, parents, parents at Hillside, uh, what, how you guys are taking stands in your houses and how you're implementing this. Uh, I just notice a massive difference between the stories that I hear or the stories that I kind of get to, to see and interact with versus the stories that I hear coming out of school systems where like parent, parents aren't doing anything, mm-hmm. right? right? And so I want you to know, I'm so proud of you guys and so thankful that, that you do take this topic seriously. Uh, I, I'm sorry that it's going to be a daily struggle until that child graduates and is out of your household. Uh, but what you model and the standard that you hold them to does make a really big difference. The amount of Hillside students that can look an adult in the face and have a conversation with them is so much higher <laughs> yeah. than a lot of kids that I'm right. running into outside of of kind of like parents that are are not really concerned about this and it's not even on their radar, yeah. right? So you guys are doing a great job. Keep up the great work. Yeah. So Kathy Cook uh, in her screens and teens uh, gives the ABCs. Okay. Uh, and this is with all technology. Um, pay attention to their attitude. What is my child's attitude like after screen time? It's yep. a good gauge. That's good. Uh, behavior. How does my uh, how does the uh, content encourage uh, my child to behave? Um, so yeah, that's good. And too. then character. What are the character traits that are being modeled and picked up from what they're watching? So, uh, on a positive note: uh, our son is struggling with biology, um, and I'm no help to him. I hated 
I hated biology. Like, I thought you hated all of school. <laughs> I, 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 I loved English. I, I love English. I love to read. I liked, I liked English. Um, I wasn't big on going to school. <laughs> That's why I got a GED and had to go to college late in my life. Yeah. Um, but um, so he's a visual learner and we know that. And so we asked him what he was studying. We gave him a, a my wife found a video on YouTube for him last night. It was a five minute video. And his teacher sent us a great note back to us. Hey, thank you. Because we had been trying to talk to her about, hey, what can we do to help him? And she said, whatever y'all did last night, whatever that video was, helped him. He came back with a far better understanding of what I've been trying to teach all week uh, than he had the day before. She's like, it was it, it was impactful. So yeah. there is good technology. Oh, There's sure. good yes. opportunities. Yes. Um, and it, so, so well, there are a lot of positives. It, 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 you just have to weigh the negatives. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Ant, I was like, some people don't know you as Ant. Yeah. Uh, thank you for, for talking about yes. all these subjects. Yeah. I think a lot of these conversations uh, just kind of get pushed to the back. Yeah. All of these things get ignored. So I think having these conversations, I commend both of y'all for the amount of time that you give to parents and students and kids to um, walk through this with them because I think it's very easy to dismiss. So yeah. well, thank thanks. you guys. Yeah, man. Thanks for being on the show.